Hey, hey, hey guys, what's going on? It's the Brown Girl from the Brown Girl Experience, and I am back with another episode of Shit the Brown Girl Says. And before we get started, let's let's take care of a little bit of housekeeping first. As you guys know, I host two other podcasts, The Brown Girl Experience and Cocktails and Conversation. Those are my big ones. Those are the ones where I have guests. Those are the ones that are recorded in a professional studio. Said professional studio is Ace of Space Studio in Willembro, New Jersey. So if you ever need a studio, make sure you check them out. Ace is an amazing engineer. He answered a million and a half of my questions before I booked my first session. So with that being said, I fucks with him heavy. Um, but here shit the brown girl says this is my lady cave i'm recording this at home which means you guys are sitting at home with me which means that um some of you might be a little uncomfortable because right now i'm sitting in my underwear and a tank top drinking a little bit of tequila because today is monday and it decided it was going to be 61 degrees today so it's a little warm in my house but here we are drinking tequila in our underwear on my couch in the lady cave so With that being said and the housekeeping being done, let's go ahead and just jump right on in. First and foremost, um, I want to thank you guys. You guys have been amazing supporting me um, since I came back to podcasting. Like my mama said that if I create it, they will come and you guys have been coming. You guys have been giving me amazing feedback. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate the support. I don't want you guys to think that um, that is lost on me. Like, you have no idea how much I um, appreciate you. So, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, what else? What else have I been up to? Shit, working. That's all I do is work, 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 work. Um, but, you know, this weekend I took some time off from work, from working, and, and I was social. You know, I helped a couple of people move. I recorded, oh, I recorded an amazing episode of the Brown Girl Experience. It'll be out on what technically, guys, it's out today because I hit um, publish before I put the date in there. So it's out. You guys can check it out. It's called um, Brown versus Brown. Um, I just want to be heard. And when I tell you it's, a, it's probably one of the most special episodes that I've done. Um, I'm proud of it. I'm really, really proud of it. I invited my homeboy, Rod D, to the studio. And we had our own version of the historic conversation between Nikki Giovanni and, um, I'm sorry, Nikki Giovanni and James Baldwin. And so, you know, we took their conversation, we placed it in today's um, world, and we shared our own personal stories. Um, but more importantly, we listened to each other. You know, we left labels at the door. We left, um, we left everything at the door, and we listened and we responded. We had a real conversation. So make sure you check it out if you have not checked it out already. Um, it'll be out officially on Wednesday. So um, let me know what you think about it. Uh, it definitely has a lot of good talking points, a lot of good conversation starters. So um, let me know what you think about it, and thanks for listening. Thanks for checking it out. And uh, what else was that up? Oh, you know what else I was up to this weekend? Super Bowl. Yeah. Like some, like, like other people that I know. I uh, went to a little Super Bowl party and I gotta admit, this is probably the most boring Super Bowl game in all my years of watching the Super Bowl. Like it got so bad that we stopped watching the game and just um, started playing the game of Cocktails and Conversation, a game that I created, of course. And y'all can find that game on www.browngirlexperience.com. Uh, we started playing that game, and you know, as with my co- the cocktails and conversation podcast, we went where the conversation took us. And you know where the conversation took us? It took us straight to Kaepernick's house. 
Um, and we started talking about what we were seeing online. And of course, you know, you have people, people are passionate and we're in very passionate times. Um, and I respect everybody's passion, whether it be authentic, not authentic, um, whether you're attacking me because you don't think I'm authentic, (laughs) but I support it. I respect it. Honestly, I respect it because respect is free. Um, and I always have the power to keep scrolling. So anyway, so we started talking about what we saw. So, you know, one of the main things that I started seeing on the internet was people saying, uh, you know, I rock with Cap, I stand with Cap, I'm boycotting the Super Bowl. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, and then you saw, you know, which is, hey, hey, like I said, I respect it. It don't cost me a thing to respect you. Then I started seeing the um, the posts where people are saying, this is why black people can't get nothing done because you can't even sacrifice not watching the Super Bowl um, and everything, you know, all the, all the, all the shits, all the, you know, all the shits was brought with it. And hey, I respect that too. I just choose to scroll past it. But then, you know, we're in a room. It's like about 10, 10, 12 of us and we're in a room. And, you know, we're we're going back and forth about it. Everybody had their own opinions. And so the question I ask is, are we, by boycotting the NFL and the um, Super Bowl or whatever, are we really supporting Kaepernick? Or until we get lost in the sauce? Yeah. Yeah, I said lost in the sauce. I know that's corny, but still. And let me tell you why I said that. Because what Kaepernick stood for, um, is that what we're standing for? Are we doing our part? Or are we, you know, talking tough for the um, for the social media? So, and I gotta tell you, it's been so long since he's decided to take that knee and everything and all the shenanigans that surrounded it. I really forgot what he took the knee for. <coughs> Excuse me. So, I went to my best friend, Google. And I was like, hey, girl, can you do me a favor? Can you look something up for me? Why did Kaepernick decide to take a knee? So these are his words that he said during an interview. I am not going to stand up and show pride in a flag for a country that oppresses black people and people of color. Kaepernick told the NFL media in an exclusive interview after the game. To me, it is bigger than football and will always be selfish on my part to look the other way. There are bodies in the street and people getting paid leave and getting away with murder. So when you read that, when I read that, and even when I heard that when he first decided to take a knee, that right there, I had a lot of respect for it. A lot of genuine respect for it. Because this is a man who didn't have to. Who decided that he was going to do something that was going to cause people to look. And then at that moment when people were looking, he was going to take that opportunity to start a conversation, to bring attention to an issue that matters to him, which is um, social injustices that we as black people, you know, especially black Americans, because that's I'm American and I'm black, what we deal with. You know, he touched on the oppression, he touched on um, the police brutality. And it's like, especially then in 2016, Oh my God, it was crazy how we were just getting murdered in the streets all the time by the police at that, at that time. So I respect him for risking it all in order to bring attention into a, something that he cares about and in order to start a conversation. So with that being said, at some point, 
there were people and I, what we call them gaslighters or something um there were people you know probably people non-color probably people of color that decided that they were going to overshadow why his why with what he was doing then it became more of an issue from the why he was taking a knee to now he's against the flag now he's against the police now he's against the military and all of that kept started overshadowing what he was doing I mean the why he was doing and everything nobody was talking about the issues they were just saying oh I mean all the way down to this uh this person who resides in the White House at this time how they decided they were going to comment with their little tiny Twitter fingers um about it and everything so it's just it just blew my mind how quickly it got out of control and how quickly his why was overshadowed. Now let's fast forward um, to, I, I want to say it's this current season, the 2018, I, uh, yeah, 2018, 2019 season to where uh, when the season started, he didn't have a team to play for. He was dropped. Um, nobody would pick him up. Not even the teams that were in desperate need of a quarterback. Not even teams that were in a desperate need of a quarterback that actually brought on a shitty quarterback instead of hiring a quarterback that I had been told was good. Because if you know me, like really know me or even really listen to the show, you know I'm really not a total sports fan. Um, so I don't know if this man was a good player or not. I have no idea. But I know that he was better than some players out there numbers-wise. Okay. So he didn't get picked up and he didn't get hired for a team. So this current season, he didn't play um, in an NFL at all. So from there, you know, people were outraged. Like, this is crazy. He's being iced out because he decided to take a stand on the issue. You know, this is crazy. The NFL is racist, you know, and, you know, and, and on and on and on. Like, how can they, you know, how can they not hire him when majority of the NFL is African-American men or and or women, depending on staff? It was a lot of conversation. And I will be honest with you. Uh, I took part in some of those conversations and, and, and my stance has always been the same. Um, boycotting the NFL, um, or football, I never thought that that was a solution. I never thought that that would, um, make a change. I I never thought it would. I thought it was a, a good gesture. Um, like when the other players didn't support him. I, I'll be honest with you. I was like, I don't understand. Like, if it's if it was that serious to them, why didn't they support him? Why didn't they fight for him and everything? You know, you're expecting me as a consumer to make a stand, but you as the employees of this organization did not take a stand. So my stance on the whole thing and why I didn't take a boycott is if their own employees aren't going to take a stand, why am I? Um... And also, again, it falls back to I can take or leave football. Um, I'm not a true fan. I Honestly, if a man that I'm dating is... It depends on whose dick I'm sitting on as far as what team I'm cheering for. Okay? Let's be honest. That's just how I am. I'm not a big fan. I can go with or without it. I just like the social aspects of football. But... Um, you know, recently, and, and even when you guys listen to the uh, the latest episode of the Brown Girl Experience, when my homeboy Rodzi, he was like, you know, I'm more disappointed in not the NFL, but um, the NFL players because they could have did more. And which is true. Like some of these players, like taking a knee isn't necessary. 
you know, not to me. Like, you don't have to take the name, but you have a platform. You know, you have a platform, you have a voice. You have the financial means to make a difference. Um, some did, you know, I don't know the names of these players, but some did. And some chose to be completely silent and some chose to speak out against Kaepernick and, and everything else. You know, everybody has the right to do whatever they want. It's one of the things, one of the things that our military fights for. You know, that's one of the freedoms that we have. But what we do is not without repercussion. And unfortunately, with Kaepernick, his was with repercussion. He didn't get a job, but he didn't stop working. Um, and when I say that, he still kept his money where his mouth was. He still donated his million. He still was out there um, engaging. He was still out there fighting for what he believed in. So to me, you know, I still kept this genuine respect for this man because he didn't let not getting a job stop him from doing what he believed in. So with that being said, I have to ask you guys, are you really supporting Kaepernick? Or are you just being part of a social media um, trend? You know, are you really supporting what he was standing for? What have you done besides, um, what have you done besides boycott the NFL? Have you started showing up to your local um, school board meetings to see what's going on in their schools? Have you started showing up to your town hall meetings? Have you researched what seats in the government are going to be open and like, you know, our federal government, our local governments, our judges, have you researched that? Have you decided who's, who are you going to put in the office and why? Have you started taking a part of the political process? Have you done anything different than boycott the NFL? Have you done anything different than post something on social media? Because this is a man that if you're supporting him and you say, you know, you fucks have you a cat, if you stand with him, what changes have you made? What sacrifices have you made? Um, And it not necessarily has to be a sacrifice on our part, but how have you gotten involved? You know, are you are you asking for meetings with your mayor? Are you asking to see who creates some of these rules and everything for our police department? Are you asking for a third party to start looking at some of these cases that these police officers that are consistently getting brought up in um, some type of um, shootings and everything? Like, what have you done besides telling me that I don't support Kaepernick because I watched the um, Super Bowl? What are we doing to really support um, what he was standing for? So that's 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 how I'm going to end today's episode. Um, you know, don't at me unless you're just really going to be honest and, and have the conversation with me. Because I, I, I did do something different. You know, I started showing up to the school board meetings because in the past, I'm like, well, I don't have kids. What's, what's that school board meeting have to do with me? Shit. But it does. Because these kids in, the, in my community where I live and where I pay taxes... They're being cheated because people aren't showing up for them. So it's my responsibility to show up for them. It was also my responsibility to start looking at some of the things that I believe strongly in and being more active in them, which I did. 
and you know not for the things that I like I'm not going to post where I'm doing volunteer work I'm not going to post where I you know send funds to um anonymously because I really don't okay I donate anonymously because I don't want somebody coming back to me later asking for me to donate again because I don't know if I'm gonna have it later I know I have it right now and I know I want to give it to you right now you know so my charity work is done selfishly because I want to do it, I want to help, and then I want to leave. That's it. I want to do it, help, and leave. And I want to do it on my terms. I, I never want anybody to depend on me to do something all the time, even though I'm consistent with my three charities. I'm very consistent with them. Um, but yeah. So besides telling us that we can't get together to do anything because we can't even sacrifice watching a football game. Ask yourself, what have I done different? What have I done that Cat would be proud of? And everything because this man wasn't begging to get back in, uh, wasn't begging to to not get a job. <laughs> like I'm pretty sure if somebody would have came to him three, four games to this into the season and said, "Hey, you want a job?" He'd be like, "Yep." And so. Because that's not what he was standing for. He wasn't standing against the NFL. He was standing against a government that oppresses minorities. People that look like me and you. So that's my story for the day. Um, I stand with Cap. I fucks with him. Um, I still watch the NFL. Um, I mean, they don't make much money off of me because I don't buy tickets and shit like that. But I still, I still watch football games from time to time. So that's my story. That's all I have today. Um, I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted and it's only 9 p.m. Eastern time, but here we are. I hope you guys um, enjoyed this episode. I'm really, really look forward to your feedback. Um, I hope you guys really, really enjoy the episodes of Brown Girl Experience. Like I said, that one was very special to me and I appreciate my um, brother Roddy for just coming through and and just sharing truth and and being who he is authentically on and off the mic. So um, with that being said, thank you guys for tuning in. You can always check out episodes of all my podcasts, which is The Brown Girl Experience, Cocktails and Conversation, and Shit The Brown Girl Says. You can find all of them on www.browngirlexperience.com. Thank you guys for listening. Bye.